10 a.m. This is ABQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! And it starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, Albuquerque. It's a shotgun start here in the studio. A shotgun start. Just sat down. Just sat down. Just made it. Just made it. Because what I have done is I have incorrectly taken like, I don't know, five to seven to ten minutes off every one of my commutes because I feel like there's no traffic. Uh-huh. That was stupid. That was stupid of me. There's a car out there today. There's yeah. There's besides you. There's one other one. There actually yeah. There's <laughs> there's not that much traffic, but my drive time is not is is lesser is not as lesser as I thought it would be. I saw one person walking. Mike Vitale. No. Oh, you saw someone else. It wasn't Vitale. Vitale beat us here today. He did for the first time. Record yeah. time. Good job, <laughs> Vitale. So actually, I didn't. Fred was here. Fred was eager to <laughs> get to is, work. That is true. I was here. Always oh, in the lobby it, waiting for me. This yeah. is now work, right? <laughs> no, this is play. This is us doing that thing. But we are so fortunate to sometimes help some people, and we'll be doing that today at eight a.m. When Drew Sharpless, who's the who's a donor recruitment representative, what does that, that like mean? a fun job? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. We'll find out. We're gonna find out. Yeah. But he's with the Vitalant Blood Bank in Albuquerque. And did the I say what that, blood bank? Did I say that correctly? Help me out. Vitalant. Do you want to show me the word? Vitalant. Vitalant. Yeah, it looks like Vitalant. Yeah, so the Vitalant Blood Bank in Albuquerque. And uh, they got some stuff going on soon. But uh, Somebody did their homework. Well, no, I have it. <laughs> I, just, I, did, I didn't read it out loud, so, yeah. I, so I apologize. But, uh, no, they got uh, they got some events going on. They're going to do some blood drives. Um, so he's going to be in at 8 a.m. We're going to talk about exactly how to help some people because blood right now uh, is at an all-time low. All-time low all for time blood. Low. Rio Rancho Fire Station 1 on Thursday, April the 2nd from 8 to 3, doing a little blood mobile. And then, uh, obviously, there's some other stuff going on, too. Sure. So we're going to hit on all of those. That's at 8 a.m., though, so we're excited to have Drew on. We're excited to to help some peoples. That's what that's what it's about, man. It's about that is what it's people. about. My name is Fred. You are Van Nunley. Mike yeah. Vitale on the ones and twos. Good morning, Mike Vitale. Morning, Mike. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you being here. Oh, man, that's kind of you. I tell you, I got a lot more free time now that I'm furloughed, so I listen to you every single day throughout the week, Mike, which is a change for me. I'm not much of a radio guy during the week. You are talented and funny, and you do such a good job. Well, I appreciate that coming from a pro like you oh, guys, gosh. and I appreciate it. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from now. The what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We gave you coffee. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you guys are awesome every Saturday. I just want to let you know how fun, and I mean this. Oh, that's kind. I, of- how fun! How fun it is to come with two talented young guys, younger than me. So I gotta Aww. say, that. and I mean that. Love no one says young when referring to me anymore. No, so I appreciate you, buddy. Appreciates that about. Oh my god. Now who's tell. older? Are is Fred, are you young are you the youngest? I think we're here? the same. We're like the same. Well, I mean, I look younger. Yeah. 
but I got about, <laughs> what, three years on you? No. Fred's had a rough life. It's these 35 years on the, these are high, these are not highway miles. These are city miles <laughs> oh, on your boy here. Yeah, uh-huh. And here's, I don't, I don't like take care of myself. I don't like physically, I don't. Well, we got to hang out more, buddy. What do you mean, buddy? Can, is it possible we could hang out more? <laughs> no. I can show you some uh, clean eating habits. I, I've seen you. I, how many days have there been thus far in 2020? So, uh, like 100? There's been like 100, right? Creeping up on 100. Yeah, I've seen you over 90 of those days. That's, that might be true. That's an un... You know, you see me more often now. I've seen you every day. You've seen me more often in the evenings. Because well, we're doing a podcast. We've been doing a podcast by Tal during the week. We've been so oh, really? un yeah. busy. We've been live streaming on our social media. Everything's at TalkABQ. Yeah. So we've been doing that. The podcast also powered by Dave and Buster's. Sure is. ABQ Axe and New Mexico Pinon. Yeah. Nothing like being in the studio, though, right? Get your juices going. Well, sure. tell. We have, a little, um, little home studio. Yeah, the ABQ Axe studio is doing double time. Yeah, because it's doing it's got a, a second home. So we've been having a lot of fun. We we put the chat up, which is neat, Vital, during the live stream, and people, um, we get immediate gratification, which is what I need now. You know, How some do you, people do you have a comfortable area where you can sit and lounge. I mean, because oh. that's part of having a comfortable podcast, and you can have a little fun. But if you're uncomfortable, you know, I found that before doing podcasts, it's not that doesn't work either. Well, no, we're professionals, so we're we're sitting up high and tight. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's, we we keep it sharp, buddy. We're not going to tell you it's a converted kitchen table. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but it is. Uh, it's a lot of fun, Vital. So we'd love to have you on the program sometime. Just have you said it. We'll produce for you podcasts. That's what we would do. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but it is. It's available at Talk ABQ. That's where all our social media is. Mm-hmm. And then if you are not subscribed to the podcast currently, we we have nine months worth of podcast. Yeah. We all the radio shows are podcasts. Yeah. Now the podcast is also a podcast. So the radio show and the podcast are all one podcast. Here's the difference. So wait, though. you have SoundCloud. You have, we have the pod- podcast here, right? Yes. Yes. And then there's another one. Oh, okay, the one you're doing at home. Okay, yes, but it's there's... the same one, but it's different. The same one, but different. Yeah, because on this a one, more, uh, a little more blue collar, adult theme, a little more adult. It's a lot less. Raw. Don't, don't bring your kids. No, it's gonna be hard unless you got some cool kids. Then bring your kids. <laughs> yes. And if they got some cool friends, yeah, that's what we need. Um, the the best thing about it, though, Vital is, and you're not gonna believe this, listener. We talk less sports, huh? We don't talk enough. Sports. I mean, we probably will talk not a like little more a sports. Whole lot going on yeah, right now. Yeah, that's the Tom thing. Brady. Well, no, opening day was good. Enjoyed yeah. opening day. And yeah. actually, they had a didn't they have uh, MLB uh, did a good job MLB dot com of putting stuff on there of previous World Series or games the last couple yeah. of days. Yeah, I watched uh, Justin Verlander's no-hitter from last year. I heard trash cans banging and whistling. Boy. Well, the game was from last year. How <laughs> dare you? There were no trash cans in 2019. Twist the dagger. Gosh. That's Twist gonna, your douche dagger. That is going to be gone forever, though, right? <laughs> no one's going to talk about that anymore. Baseball will eventually come back. No one will talk about that. Everyone's going to talk about it. It'll be like it never happened. Ah, it seems like it never Hey, there is a sports story, y'all. 
Now, do you think you guys are baseball fans? I'm not so much. I'm an NFL fan. But oh, it, whatever. Sorry to hear that. When, when you guys, uh, do you think they should come back and have an abbreviated spring training? Do they think, do you think no. they need that? No, you, you just hit the ground running. Right into the season. Yeah. And then show up like a pro. Two Here, different camps on that all week talking about mm-mm. that. Hear me out. Stretch it into January. That's what I say. I say they don't even get a break this year. I say you play. I want games on Christmas Day. Yes. That's how I feel. I say I'd we, rather watch baseball than basketball. Anyway. Yeah, we still do 162 of them, regardless of the time we start, Vital. 162 from the time we start. If it goes into spring training, sure, it goes into spring training. Yep. These guys, they get half a year off every year. They can, they can push through this one time. Here's the concession, point. and we would love to hear loyal listeners' oh my opinion God. on this. 505-246-0610. Chime in. What should baseball do with their season this year? I love that, Vital. Great talking point today. That's a great talking point. I asked an idea, okay, my friend. You play the regular season as much as possible, as normal as possible. You sprinkle in a couple extra double headers, but then you change the stadiums and you only go dome and you play in the winter. You play it through. Maybe you can have like a double header January 31st. World Series during the day, Super Bowl at night. Okay, I'm working this out with you real quick. Sports doubleheader. So we change everything to a four-game series. You you play baseball through the summer as much as possible. You sprinkle in a couple extra doubleheaders. Not a couple, only. Only double headers. So you expand the roster. It's going to be a lot Exclusively of double headers. Yeah. So okay. All right. So so normally you got twenty six guys on a roster, right? That's yeah. what they're up to now. Uh huh. All right. So forget that. Let's go to thirty. So we're going to thirty guys on a roster. Okay. We're playing double headers every day. Okay. So three game series and a four game series. That way you can eliminate like some series down the road. By the way, double headers every day. I am engorged. Yes. Right now. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you. So we're doing double headers every day. So you're going to have the noon start, and you're going to have the 6 p start. That's East Coast times I'm doing here. Sure. Okay. So then you're going to play two. You carry extra pitchers. Then, all right, so Might you travel? Might have a 40-man roster. What do See, you I am 30? thinking of that. Yeah, now I, am, I think you're closer to right because this is a lot of baseball. So rest in peace, Ernie Banks. He is – so happy right now. Yeah, he's, why, why don't we play All two every day? Headers. Let's play two every day. Are you kidding me? All right, so I got it. I, I have now figured it out. At first, I was kind of joking, but I have a real plan now. I have a real plan. You send your starting pitcher for the next day, so you're starting pitchers because it's a double header. Right. You send them ahead. Yeah, they get to go ahead. They fly ahead. Get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so those guys go ahead. So you got, what did you say, Vital 40? I think that's too high. 35. So you got 35 guys on your roster. So really you only got 33 at every game. So then of those, uh, you need to probably t- like tw- Hey, while we're at it, forget a 35-man roster. Let's just do the normal 26, and you could plant baseball players in the crowd and just bring one or two guys in every game. This is, this is very – what's the guy that hey, on the White Sox? Hey, Rick, you get to play catcher <laughs> in the first game. Steve, get over here, Steve. It's like the emergency. You're shortstop on the night game. The emergency goalie in hey, hockey. Exactly. You get to run the Zamboni, exactly Rick. <laughs> Enjoy the Zamboni. I, there's something here. We don't have it perfect, but we're near something. We're getting if, the, if you're going to have double headers and you're going to have an abbreviated schedule or you're going to try to fit as much as you can in, let's say within a three- or four-month period, you have to have an expanded roster. What sure. if, though, we didn't think about this. Forget nine innings. That's old school. 
We're doing seven innings. Oh, you're doing some high school rules here? Yeah, we're doing ma- minor order. league rules. That's, that's yeah. a pretty good okay. idea. Okay, so now we're dropped down to seven innings, so we're going to play 14 innings. I don't like this. A day. We, I, don't, I don't like the seven innings. We're back to 30 guys, though. I'm out. I'm out. What? I'm out. A quality start is four You play innings. nine innings. No, no, no. It's a nine-inning game, Fred. Listen, this is COVID's America. <laughs> the, okay? only, the only real strategery. You, you got to worry about the strategery. <laughs> okay. The only strategery is extending the season and playing when it's winter. You can't play baseball in the snow. You lose the damn ball. Here's the thing, though. All right, first of all, you can get a neon ball. And softball has been doing this for years. I hate it. I hate it already. When we get back, I'm going to keep telling you why this is the best <laughs> idea that I've just now come up with. This is my idea. I think I'm going to take the credit on this nah, bad boy. I don't boy. think so. What do me and Rob Manfred have in common? We have the same name. That's the point I'm trying to get to. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it is. I had six or seven there's, things on there's deck. There's commonality here. Yeah. <laughs> when we get back, we're saving baseball. No one can save John Jones. And we're going to tell you how you can help your community. Yeah, yes. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. Great, Vital. These are my dudes. Southern playlist of Cadillac music. My dude's outcast. Congrats, buddy. <laughs> I'm familiar with the album that had Hey Ya. That's uh, three albums later. Fire, though. Big boy. I didn't say it wasn't. Andre 3000. <laughs> the year to fear is already here. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ X studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. I'm not restarting spring training. It's done. No. Spring training. We just go right into it. These guys are pros. Just stretch, bro. T.I. called it. It's dead and gone. So no second round of spring training. That's out. That's out the window. I agree. This part we agree on. I am entirely redoing the regular season schedule. Normally, 162 games, okay? Sure. This is, all, this is all off the top of my head, okay? We didn't go over this. Okay. So 162 games, and they're normally played over the course of 180 days, right? Yep. One and a half days off a week. Correct. Yeah. And you in Major League Baseball, you might not know this listener, you cannot play 22 consecutive days. You can play 21 consecutive days by the collective bargaining agreement, but you cannot play 22. Tell that to the Oakland A's. Did they break that rule? No, they won 21 in a row. <laughs> little baseball history for you, baby. Sweet ref. You ever watch Moneyball? It's a movie about how Billy Bean fixed the upstart Oakland Athletics and didn't make a single mention of its three Cy Young candidate pitchers. Sure. <laughs> didn't make any sense. It yeah. talks about- Or two sluggers that left for the Yankees yeah. the next year. <laughs> the whole movie is about how they, they put a catcher at first base. Oh, this is just a ragtag bunch. You just you mean <laughs> Billy Bean and some math guys. No. They had Miguel Tejada and Jason Giambi, three Cy Young vote-getting pitchers. It was just a good team, yo. It's not magic. We brought in the, the fatter Seth Rogen, and he's going to help us get this thing square. Yeah. You know, I think Billy Bean might be the only character in the history of movies that's better looking than the guy who played him. All right. Brad Pitt, strong. Yeah. Do, do a side-by-side. Brad Pitt versus Billy Bean. It's a coin toss. It's a preferential thing. 
Aaron Brockovich, the movie, far prettier than Aaron Brockovich, the person. Yes. Billy Bean, the person, no, it's not far prettier, though. He might win that Pepsi challenge. It's it's not far. It's preferential. So you have to have 21 day. All right, so you get to get a day off every three weeks. You don't have to. I mean, do you? That, that's what the CBA says. Well, that's what I was previously talking about. You yank a couple dudes from the crowd every time, shove them in right field, give your boy a day off. But I've expanded the roster to 30. Okay. So my rosters are now at 30. So you got 30 major ligas. Okay. Most of them probably pitches. Because <clears throat> you're not going to get – and by the way, we're going Japanese style now. We're going three-day rotations. Oh, really? I mean, what else can you do? Are you talking Necro Brothers here? Yeah. Because you Put don't – some Necro innings? You don't have enough Major League Baseball arms. There's just not enough guys in the world that can do it. Hey, I can I can give you a good 80 pitches. So No, you can't. I've seen your knee. <laughs> so there's – okay, so we're going on three-day rotations. All right, so – but in that course of three days, you're going to play six games. Yes, because I'm playing double headers every day. Every day. So, all right, let's. Well, give me a give me a, a reasonable line of expectation on when baseball returns. Give me off the top of your head. Uh, first weekend of June. All right, so it's June one. So that gives us July, August, Sep, October, and I'm not afraid to get a new Mister November. Okay. Nope. You stretch it all the way to January. You think? The playoffs in the winter, and you play them exclusively in domes. There's not enough dome stadiums. Sure. Where? Because I still want my home games. Every city? Not every city. Astros still got the Astrodome. That you, can't, <laughs> you cannot play. You cannot do that. Because if we have... Because of the... Uh... Implication. Because of the implication. <laughs> because of the implication. They're not playing on a boat. First we get the boat. So if there's <laughs> 162 games, uh-huh. okay. And you got I, s- I love how you got that reference and you've never seen Sonny. That's I've never it. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So first um, we take them down inside the boat, Major League Baseball. So we got six months to play 162 games in my scenario here. So that's 27 games a month, all right? The, uh, the fuzzy stuff. In the ceiling, gives people cancer. What's it called? I'm, I'm, it's just escaping me right chemtrails. now. Chemtrails. Not chemtrails. In the, the... The... Asbestos. Asbestos. Yeah, you can't play in a lot of old domes because of the asbestos. Sure. So there's got to be a few good ones out there that they can play. Or just do all neutral site games. Once it gets too cold, you do all neutral site games. That, that's not a thing. Hold on. Are you talking about creating a baseball mecca that I can journey to and only see Major League Baseball games from sun up to sundown? Wait, we're in a dome. I can play far into the evening? Yeah. We could have quadruple headers. Ooh. Quadruple headers and neutral site domes. Rob Manfred, are you listening? 505-246-0610. Also, local loyal listener. Chime in. What's your idea? Two four six zero six ten. We're saving Major League Baseball. Also, Manf- Manfred, Rob Manfred, give us a call. Yes. So now we have baseball on Thanksgiving, which could be the end of the World Series by my scenario. Twenty-seven games a month, six point seven five games a week. That's a lot. You're that, coming in hot, buddy. I'm coming in hot right here. You're increasing the injury rate. Well, I've expanded the rosters. I say we just sprinkle in. An extra doubleheader a week 
maybe two a week. No, it's not enough. And you push it into the winter. I'm I'm going to Thanksgiving. Look, you have an excuse not to. This is the reason you've always wanted to skip Thanksgiving with your family. Here's what I'm saying. You can realistically pay, play baseball around most of the country into early September. Yeah, no, you can go through October. Yeah, you can. I'm talking November, December, January. We get neutral site domes. No. You can play baseball for 16 hours a day in a neutral dome. You got well, – what, what, what are some neutral cities without teams? Hey, I got one. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, that's not so bad. Come, come to the Balloon Fiesta and come watch a baseball quadruple header inside Tingley Coliseum. Who's in? No, there's not enough parking. That's just where I'm going to start with the problems with this idea. And if I'm going to pick an indoor venue, I mean the stars. Okay, well, you're, we're talking about boosting Uber's local economy. Hey, Lyft drivers, boy, do we got the gig for you shuttling people to Tingley Stadium to watch a quadruple header of Major League Baseball. Where was the All-Star game this year? Or how about the Santa Ana Star Center? Can we play baseball in the Santa Ana Star Center? There's not, it's not that, you don't realize how big baseball diamonds are. Yes, I do. I've played my whole life. So that's what I'm saying. There's not enough room here, like here. There's just not. Okay. Mayor Tim Keller, 505-246-0610. We're starting a strong petition. We need to get a stadium built before December. Put the United in it as well. It'll be multi-use. Yeah. I'll I'm, help. I'm throwing out the All-Star game. I'll carry some beams. Yeah. <laughs> Vital, you gonna you gonna grab the other side of the beam with me? Yeah, we're gonna build a stadium to host. We're gonna build a stadium with our bare hands to host MLB quadruple headers. So I've seen this happen one time before. Uh, Kevin Costner did it in this little. It was a cult classic, Field of Dreams. It's, he only did it with him and his wife. We got like four dudes, right? We could build a, a dome. I'll uh, I'll watch. I'll order uh, hot dogs and a beer. Okay, I'll watch you. I've now got it. I've got the plan. Okay. We're going with my plan. This was super serious when we started out, and it kind of no, it's went off, off. The, went off the rails a little bit. I'm hearing your neutral side idea. It's really good. <laughs> and I'm accepting it for one thing. To watch baseball. The freaking World Series. Or the whole playoffs. Yeah, the whole playoffs. Yeah, the whole playoffs. Whole All of the playoffs can go to a neutral side. I'm in on that. Yeah, neutral site dome. Both fan bases can travel. Orange baseballs. Well, no, that's when you play in the snow. That's right. I thought you guys were... No, dome, dome, neutral domes for the playoffs. Sooner than later, there's going to be a COVID ribbon, and oh, it's going to have a certain color. Only. Uh-huh. The COVID ribbon? Yeah. That's going to... We need the... Whatever color that ends up being, that's the color of my baseball. I think it should be like 80s hyper color, and then it changes depending on your body temperature. Pastel pink. <laughs> So everybody wears the COVID ribbon. That's so sweet. And it's, and it's like a mood ring. And if your temperature goes over 98.6, then it, then it changes colors, and you got to get the hell away from us. Um, sort We're of. We're fixing a lot of things no, this No, we morning, got it Fred. figured out. So here's my – we're playing a full season no matter what. We're yep. eliminating – the only game I'm getting rid of is the All-Star game. It's out. Can we still have the home run derby? Yes. Okay. But it's uh, we're gonna I could, have to. I could do without the All Star game if we can keep the home run derby. See, I like the All Star game though. Well, I love the All Star game. It's a good break in the middle of the season, but now I don't get a break. 
because we got to power through it. Yeah, the season was supposed to start four days ago. Head down, y'all. So that's it. We've already lost the All Star game. Oh, we'll why'd you Thursday. remind me? Thursday was opening day. Yeah, I know. It's my favorite day of the year. Now it was just a Thursday. Yeah, it was the most Saturday Thursday ever. <laughs> Daughter's birthday. That- nope. Mother's <laughs> birthday. Nope. Christmas morning. Nope. St. Patrick's Day for my Irish ass. Nope. Opening day of MLB is my favorite day of the year. Gone. Thinks a lot, bat soup. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Some guy ate a bat. Yes. And your favorite day of the year got ruined. Yes. It's your fault, bat eater. It's crazy how we get to that. It's crazy how that happens. Are you going with my plan or not to say baseball? No, I'm going with my plan. My your plan, plan doesn't work. My plan works way better. Neutral site domes in the winter. Here's what you say. Yeah, yeah open air stadiums in the daytime. Well, yeah, during the summer. Everything's normal during the summer. And then when the snow comes in the east and the freezing rain comes in the northwest, you got to go to neutral site domes. Huge tour. You boost tourism. Where do we do this? We do this at, what, Vegas? Branson? Where else we got some neutral site stadiums? There's no baseball stadium in Branson with the dome. There's about to be. When me and the mayor of Branson get together, oh start God. shopping this. <laughs> when we get back. Your boy? On? We talking about your boy? What's going on with your boy, man? The king of Albuquerque? What's going on with your boy? That. And mostly just reaction. JBJ. Gosh, just playing unnecessary games, son. Man. Hey, do me a favor, Vital. Pull the yellow pages. Look for limousine services. There's got to be better options than... Than what your boy's trying to do over here, man. At least Lyft or Uber. Anything. You're listening to Dave & Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. What program? Dave & Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, a little uh, behind the fourth wall here for the listener. A radio segment is usually 13 minutes. Sure. I'm, during the course of this radio segment, going to turn on the John Jones body cam footage. Uh-huh. Uh, for, uh, you can find it on an MMA junkie. Okay. And uh, it's exactly 13 and a half minutes long. So oh. whenever you take yeah. off this whole segment, <laughs> yeah, put so the, the body cam footage on? Yeah, I, it's, uh, it is not safe for uh, airwaves. Oh. So... Four charges. John Jones arrested, including aggravated DWI, uh, negligent use of a firearm, and some other stuff that isn't as serious as that. What? what? Oh, thanks a lot, Officer Buzzkill. What? Just trying to get hammered in the apocalypse, cruise around and shoot my gun with homeless people. Is this a crime? Quote, I got stir crazy. I got pulled over just being nice, being nice to the homeless people, Jones said. I literally just got stir crazy. I just wanted a drive. This is my first drive in two weeks, and I saw these homeless guys. I was being nice to them, having conversations with them, treating them like humans. And they pulled out the uh, the old crow. What? They pulled out the mad dog. What? We got hammered. This is crazy. 
Why are you shooting your gun off between the library and knockouts? <laughs> In downtown Albuquerque. There's a Jimmy John's right there that doesn't need this kind of trouble. I mean, these Jimmy John's kids just trying to deliver there's their nobody, sandwiches. There was nobody downtown. There was nobody. That place is a ghost town, by the way. You know I live downtown. I, oh, you live like, downtown? And I like to cruise around for nostalgia. You and John Jones have that in common. Yeah, but I do it sober in the afternoon. Not like your boy doesn't. Enjoy a few oat sodas. As friends in real life and friends of the show will know already, your boy likes to have a sip. But I call old Uncle Uber because someone when I'm can, getting down. When Because someone can sit there and fight for a, a, a title of the world, that doesn't mean that he can act and behave whatever way he wants. By the way, if we know of a local limo company, mm-hmm. a driving service That's what we need. that serves millionaire MMA fighters, <laughs> 505-246-0610, we'll give you a chance for some free advertisement right yes. now. Yes. Do you own a limo company? Are you a professional driver? Do you allow throwaway guns in your vehicle? Yeah. Do you allow heaters with the serial numbers stra- scratched yeah. off? Can we drink in the back seat of your car or limo? Give us a call, 505-246-0610. We got a F- Albuquerque's own John Bones the Jones. The prodigal son of Albuquerque. Your boy needs some help. I'm going to make sure. This is a USA Today article. Are you ready? Okay, go ahead. Jones is no stranger to hit. Oh, excuse me. Jones is no stranger to run-ins with the law. In 2012, he avoided jail time on a misdemeanor DWI charge. Uh, ran his Bentley into a utility pole, like, like right above New York, like did that. Hey, but don't worry though. He learned his lesson until three years later when he was involved in hit and run that left a pregnant woman with a broken arm and resulted in me stripped of his UFC title. Yeah. The only person to ever beat John Bones Jones in the UFC is John Bones Jones. How dare you steal my joke, which is an awesome joke. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a fan oh, of... Oh, by the way, that, that second incident you're talking about, my favorite part is he fleed the scene and then came back to grab his paraphernalia and then fleed the scene again, allegedly. And by the way... Allegedly. I feel like I'd really enjoy John Jones. I feel like we'd get along. We know how to turn it up. Yes. This guy, we have evidence he knows how to turn it up. But there's a responsible stopping point. Uh, you talking about shooting off guns with homeless people? Don't do that. Allegedly. Hey, and you know, I'm very sympathetic. Because you know what I do, my day job, I, uh, I, I help the homeless community sometimes. Mm-hmm. I got my, my, my toe dipped into that. And I work with sister agencies that also work with the homeless. So it's a special place in my heart to try to help people. And I get it. He was trying to hang out and help some homeless dudes. But the way you help isn't getting hammered on the streets of Albuquerque and popping off hot shots. No, the way you help is at 8 a.m. when you tune into Drew Sharpless, a vital and blood bank. We talk about how you can donate to critically low storages of blood. Yes, critically low. Not helping is whenever you're multimillionaire MMA fighter John Jones and you pull up to a like a homeless individual in downtown Albuquerque and say, homeboy, want to shoot off my gun? Hold on. Homeless boy, want to shoot off my gun? Yeah. Like, that's not how 
you hey, get to where you want to. You do you want to feel the power in your hand, big dog? Give me a little nip off that bottle. I'll let you pop off this nine. That's exactly <laughs> what it was, allegedly. Also, I've been a guy that's like I drive places. That's how I get places. That's not that unique. I don't go to downtown Albuquerque on a ghost town night because of COVID nineteen by myself, boozing it up, shooting my handgun off. Like we're out west, but we're not in the wild west. I I got the the um, body cam video pulled up and. It's excellent. He did kind of good on the sobriety test the first half of it. The first half was passable, then not so great. You have the volume down. Yeah, I got there, the volume down. I'm not trying to hear this. I know it gets super worse. He has to do um, like alphabet and like numerical like reciting. Right. No. No. Horrible. Not good. He was good on the first half of the walk. There's so many police officers. But he's an elite level athlete. Gosh. But I tell you, this has been the talk of the town all week, right? So whenever a listener tunes in, whenever a listener calls in and reaches out to you, Vital, is it is it, hey, we're disappointed, hey, we're sad, hey, we're embarrassed, or is it outrage? Like, what is it? I think it's a little of every, everything, depending on the kind of person. If some people would accept that behavior, well, he's, you know, he's a UFC defending champion. Some people just say he needs to be held accountable and stop getting bailed out. That's kind of in the camp that I'm at. So there's a wide range of different views that, you know, our callers have had. But I think the the main theme is that, you know what, you got to get your act together. Well, he didn't learn his lesson from this past September whenever he allegedly slapped a waitress at a strip club, choked her, kissed her, and continued to grope her after told not to? You know that he didn't learn his lesson then? Yeah, his behavior is real dangerous, not only to him, but, you know, not only to others, but to him too. But there's got to be some accountability here, and someone's got to say, hey, you know, UFC... UFC president Dana White, you know, hey, you know, why do you allow some of this to go on? He, they have to take that ship off of him. It has to be done now. And it's not like it was ten years ago. Can't get slapped on the wrist another time, right? No, you got to be done, Dana White. Like I and I get it. Like, like you're right now because of the environment. Like you, like people aren't going out to UFC and all these things. By the way, the, everything's going to suffer. Like, no one's going to have expendable income the way they had. Like, people are going to redesign. We'll talk about that later in the show. Just how much everything is going to change moving forward. We talked about that a little bit last night on the podcast, which you can find at TalkABQ. Yeah, baby. The thing that's so interesting about this with the UFC is they have a chance here because they're not fighting. They're not drawing. They're not – there's no active – engagement audience the people can't train people can't be with they if you want good publicity right now you take this thing away you have to you have to you have to now Dana White, like, make the right decision for what might be the first time in a long time. He's had multiple chances to just change the problem that he has. And if you're not going to change or don't want to change, this is going to keep happening. And, you know, why would you do that? that? I mean, his career has been kind of checkered in that way. And I'm sure he's lost a lot of money in the past because of it. And to be fair. To be fair. Strike. To be fair. When he fought Dominic Reyes not long ago, uh-huh. that was bogus. That was the worst fight I've ever seen. And like athletes today, like what he's 32, 33, is that right? Is she, he should still be in his prime. He should still be, not Reyes, uh, Jones. Yeah, he should sure. still be in his prime. 
with with dietary and physical and medical and and you have a chiropractor and a massage therapist and an acupuncture and a cups and a kinesio tape and you want me to keep naming things like you just keep your body i'd as, rather you didn't as prime as ever right yes but he struggled last time a lot of people that know a little bit say he lost a lot like you might be able to like similar to the new england patriots get rid of a guy right before he's done and look like you know what you're doing sure dana white sure is he the goat dana white no jbj He's probably the goat. Daniel Cormier. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? You got Cormier as a goat? I do. And I'm not I'm not Baby Day, he's freakishly talented. He's got the natural ability that a small percentage of any athlete has ever had. Might be the goat on it factor. Sure. That's it though. He's definitely the goat on making bad decisions. He had to cheat twice to beat up Daniel Cormier. God, I mean Twice. He cheated twice by now. He's the goat on is just, partying. My thing is just stop babying him and get his act together. I'm excited for the 30 for 30, though. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be one of the best 30 for 30s. It'll be Ric Flair-esque. Mm. Mm. When we get back, we're 15 short minutes from telling you how you can help some people. You listen to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. Taking calls up until the hour, 246-0610. Today we have successfully van saved Major League Baseball. Yes, we did. We've chastised John Bones Jones. Yes, we have. Which I'm um I'm now I'm officially changing his name. John, okay. John's Boner Jones. Because he just keeps making all these Boner decision. Bone. John Bonehead decision. John Bonehead Jones. Junior. Junior. <laughs> the third. So what? what's left? So we got Major League Baseball. We got Mitch Martial Arts. It's uh, basketball. Basketball right now is uh, they done. They're done. It's not going to come back, right? We're not I think gonna... it's up in the air. They so, might. What? Look, do you think the owners want to lose out on all that money? There's got to be. It's a lot of money on the table. They don't have pandemic insurance. <laughs> Who has pandemic insurance? Assume someone. Somebody. Assume Mark Cuban was ahead of this one. The producers of Netflix series Outbreak. The like they bought pandemic yes. insurance. Also, the producers of ABC series Shark Tank. Probably Dustin Hoffman has it. LeBron James said, "You just told me this. I didn't know this." Yeah, LeBron James. Because friend of the show, Drew Sharpless, just came into the studio. He's not on yet. He's gonna, we're going to talk about how to help people in a minute. But I instinctively went with the handshake, ah. and he gave me the, like, enter the dragon, like, like palm to palm, like, nod. Did he namaste you? Yes. He, yes. Yeah. I just finished a he, sweet- He said, namaste the hell away yeah, from that's me. that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He said, uh, uh, y- y- Yogi, no. He said, no, I'm not. So, so, anyways, so I said to you as I sat down, I was like, man, are we, are we like done doing the handshakes? Yes, for error. Yeah, error. Yeah, error. You said LeBron's already giving him up. Yeah, he's not high fiving. LeBron's no done. He said, and I quote, I ain't high fiving nobody for the rest of my life after this s word." No more high-fiving. After this Corona S-word, 
Wait till you see me and my teammates' handshakes after this S-word. And you're actually reading an Instagram post where instead of S-word, it's just the emoji. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just the poop emoji. Um, he ain't high-fiving ever again. And hey, I might not either. Can I take you back to 1993? You may. A then 54-year-old Sylvester Stallone starred opposite Wesley Snipes in a film Demolition Man. I'm familiar what it was is about to come to real life, by the way. Both individuals frozen in a cryo prison uh-huh. after a uh, fire in a warehouse killed what I assume to be millions. The first half of the movie I've never really caught. I always catch it on TBS like halfway through. But what it is is whenever they go to high five in the movie, they go to, and then they stop, stop. and yeah. they wax on. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Is that that's my new go to? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the demolition man. That might be close enough to transmit old lady Rona. I don't know how. If you like the momentum of your hands, maybe like uh, particulates fleeing off of your hands due to the momentum. A young Sandra Bullock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stars as Lena Huxley. Yeah. Opposite, she's the love interest of Sylvester Stallone. But the whole movie is stolen by Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, have you seen this film? Demolition Man? Yes. Are you talking about the the fast food wars? Which is currently happening right now. And I know. That's what I said, dog. All the GameStops are ear out for done. your boy. They're done. R.I.P. GameStop. Pour out a little coffee for your homie GameStop. Me and GameStop... And I, I swore on them years ago. I said to them, when I was a child, I said, listen, the day will come, and I will be victorious. I'm surprised they lasted past the rise of the internet. I'm surprised I was willing Amazon, to pay. on eBay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Digital download? I think whoever owns GameStop just has like a special place in their heart for neckbeards. So he's like, I'm going to keep the neckbeard population employed for a couple more years. We got them somewhere. Can't leave them to own demise. Actually, um, what's what's the really good thing about the the new James Bond video game is uh, you can go into night mode and do it. Shut up. You can uh, you can flip the controller around. You're not a real pro unless you're playing Southpaw. It's well, about the left-handed hold. Well, the the thing I like about the X2400 controller is, I mean, it just feels more comfortable in your hand. I could game for longer, you know. And to be fair, to be fair, huh? to be fair, there's only so many of those like mall like like mall ninja stores. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Like, they're all closed now. Are they all? Oh yeah, all malls are closed. But and they're not going to make a comeback. Like the wall hanging sword, like the um, the katana. Yeah, like the yeah. Oh, the hairbrush that looks like a switchblade. You uh-huh. can get there. Yeah, the, but, or the soap shop. What? Well, no, they wouldn't work in the soap shop. They're net beards. Yeah. They don't. Oh yeah, he's, he's working back there. He, yeah. he missed. No, you, I notice you are doing work. He, he's is, actually working. What um what He's is turning away callers right now because we're doing so good. Yeah, in incestual people is what I'm talking about. Hmm. No, not that. Hmm. In cell seal. What am I trying to say? Uh, what is it whenever it's everyone else's fault that you're the way you are? What is that called? All right. I don't know. I honor my mistakes. The, uh, so not John Bones Jones with you. <laughs> Long story short. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I know the word is not incestual. No, it's not. All right. That's not the word. Whenever. Okay. Nobody that, likes that, me. That, I can't that's see. That's Missouri behavior. That's where you're from. <laughs> that Missouri is Missouri. that part. The uh, Southern Missouri behavior? I don't know. 
Benjamin Bratt is also. This movie is laced with celebrities. Sure, it was a big deal at the time. Did you watch Brink? Of course, I watched Brink. Okay, we're gonna do that next hour. You talking about the the HBO series where Jack Black saves the end of the world? I watched all ten episodes. I'm talking about night. the 1998 Disney Channel hit Brink. Of course, I watched, which it. is about aggressive inline skating. We talked about it on the podcast, and we promised we would watch it and review it. So we're going to so re- review it in the next. I'm a man hour. of my word, Manfred. It does not have any of the celebrities that Demolition Man has. It is not star studded. No, it is no. not. And, okay, here it is. Today's Varsity Vital. Hey, Tangent Boy. Forgot about talking about We're talking high fives, dog. Yes, but don't let me not tease. The Varsity, <laughs> which is St- Sylvester Stallone movies. We're going, Sylvester Stallone yeah, movies? we're going to go with Stallone movies as right. the Varsity today. I could so, do that. The Varsity is Stallone movies. Like actual good ones or actual bad ones? Ooh. Are we doing guilty pleasures? The, the varsity today is guilty pleasure of Stallone movies. There's a lot. So Rocky's out. That's actually a good movie. That's a very good movie. But Rocky's 2 through 14 in are candidates. They're, I'd say the first two and then drop the rest. The, yeah. God, well, the third one, though. The first one's a good motion picture. The second one is the sequel that needed to happen. Yeah, yeah I, I thought know. so, too. I don't know. And then they have two. And also, if you're able to launch the career of Mr. T as Clubber Lang, mm. that's a smart casting move. He didn't need it. Well, let me rephrase that. We didn't know we needed it. Yeah. We didn't know we were pitying ourselves Yeah, and I how foolish we were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going with, I'm going with the Demolition Man, high five, wax on, wax off, and you are going with the- uh, I'm cool with the Bash Brothers. The, oh, strong. Yeah. Just a bash brother. You either get the meat of the forearm or you lightly do the elbow. If you're going to be forceful with it, you got to get the meat. Can you hear that on the mic? You got to get the meat of the forearm. But so, if you're like, you're doing it casual, just your boy, just boop, little elbow bumps. Cool. The too. segment when we get back, are you washing your hands or are you slapping your forearm meat? Both. Audio only. Wash your hands. <laughs> oh, boy. Drew Sharpless is going to join us. We're going to talk about how you can, should, and will. Donate blood. Critical shortages. Do that at 8 a.m. sharp. Having a lot of fun this morning. Yeah, boy. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's 8 a.m. We're playing with a friend. Welcome back to the program. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. Drew Sharpless is joining us. Good morning. Vitalent. 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 Like, like Mike Vitalent. Vitalent. Nope. Vitalent. Vitalent. Vitalent.org. V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T.org. Uh, Drew, you draw blood from people. I, I don't personally. I used to. Oh, okay. That's very... It's very I thought uh, you are bringing all the stuff with you. That's we're what, gonna, we were ready. I was yeah. ready to be hooked up. I got a pint. <laughs> I got a pint I for you. I can do it. It's been, it's been about 14 months since I've actually put a needle on somebody, but now my job is to inspire people to donate blood. Sharpless, maybe the worst last name for a guy that puts With needles. needles? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I've never heard that should before. should be Sharpful. Just stop. Stop, Drew. <laughs> Drew, thank you for coming on the program. Thank you for talking about what you're doing and what's going on. Uh, we were talking about a big blood drive uh, next Thursday going on at Rio Rancho 1, which is uh, the fire station over there in Rio. But you're telling me 
Stop talking about that, Fred. <laughs> well, you can't. I mean, you don't have to stop talking about it, but we do have other uh, other blood drives going around in the community, and including in uh, in Rio Rancho. The one next Thursday on the second, that one's full or not full? That's getting pretty full. Okay, that's getting pretty full. So, and, and if I want to reserve a spot, I do that on the website. Right. Okay. So that's uh, vitalant.org. V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T.org. And there's a big just make an appointment button right there. Right, exactly. Cool. So if that one's full, what else is going on? Give me the other dates. Give me the other stuff. So we do. if, if you're looking for a blood drive in Rio Rancho, we have the uh, Rio Rancho Police Department is going to be hosting a blood drive for the community on Wednesday, April 8th from 10 to 3. And I know that we still have a bunch of slots open for that one. Uh, we have uh, some other things going on. You know, we have great community partners. And sure. the International Association of Firefighters has stepped up. Uh, to help us out during this critical time. They're hosting a blood drive on Wednesday, April 8th as well at their union hall at uh, 4100 Edith. Big thank you to Mexico Pinion for allowing us to have individuals on from the community that are great. making their effort to help people help people. This is my favorite segment it's, we do. It's the best segment we do. It's not even close. You made a mention of it, Drew. You said critical time. Define right. critical time. What does that mean? Well, so... You know, since since coronavirus really arrived in New Mexico around the middle of March, we lost about 1,400 units of blood. Lost it how? Just like on a truck? <laughs> no, we had uh, a, a lot of blood drive cancellations. Oh, okay. And, and, and then people, you know, not showing up for their appointments and that sort of thing. So it really put us into a crunch uh, up to this point. So what is, and I'm going to ask some really ignorant questions, so I apologize. What is like a regular, what is a reasonable line of expectation for how much blood reserve should be in the Albuquerque Rio Rancho community? So we'd like to have about four to five days on hand. That's where we're comfortable. Right now with certain blood types, we're at a half day to a day and a half. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's literally the lowest it's ever been. It's, it's, it's. It's pretty close to that, yeah. Okay. So let's say some of our listeners, they're, they're not web savvy. Is there a phone number to call to make a reservation? Is there a way for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. You can call our offices here in Albuquerque at 505-246-1457, and, and you can call that statewide. Van. Yes, sir. What's your blood type? Uh, o positive. I'm O negative. Yeah? Look uh, at us. Nice. We need a couple O bros over here. Drew, you want to get us out there? Absolutely. But I have tattoos. That's okay. I don't understand. I was told there's a questionnaire that says, do you have tattoos? It, we do ask if you have tattoos. If you got a tattoo in the state of New Mexico this morning, you can still donate blood. Don't mess as with As long me. as you got it done, you know, as long as you didn't get it done in your Primo's garage. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, Smart. But <laughs> if you got it done in a licensed tattoo shop, you're good to go. But Drew, there are other like disqualifying questions. Like, all right, what if, what if like at least... And I think this is true. I don't know if it's correct. At least one time since 1979, I've had like interaction, like sexual intercourse with a man. Can I still get blood? As long as it hasn't been in the last year. Oh, really? Really. Because I thought that was a full on disqualifier. No, used to be. Okay. So let me get this straight. You can literally give blood no matter what. Well, there are certain things that would keep you from, from donating blood, but the rules have changed a lot over the years. There's a lot of old information out there. You know, when I started doing this in the 1990s, we were turning people away for a lot of reasons, but mm -hmm. but not anymore. It's it's become a whole lot easier to donate blood. I would encourage anybody, you know, if you're concerned about your eligibility, to either give us a call at our offices and and we can we can work through that, or stop by one of our blood drives or come into our office, and we'd be happy to uh, to check if you're eligible. What's that number again, Drew? It's two four six one four five seven. I'm writing that down. I need that. All right, so me and Van, we're gonna we're gonna give blood. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. Which one are we going to? Which event are we going to? Which drive are we going to? Is there an option every day? Yeah, well, we're having a, some issues getting some, some blood drives out in the community, but we're trying to do that. You know, if you're interested in hosting a blood drive as well, give us a call at 246-1457. It's awesome. Um, but we do have a, a limited number of mobiles that are going out in the community. With social distancing measures, it's kind of slowing down our process. So we appreciate everyone's uh, patience as we try to work through. You know, we have so many people that are that are that are wanting to help that we're trying to give them that opportunity. Um, but you can go on to vitalent.org, put in your zip code. It'll show you the closest blood drive to you. Oh, that's well, okay. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a world of convenience. Right now, there's there's stay at home rules. Right. Can I still go to blood drives? Yes, absolutely. You know, we have tremendous support from the governor's office, from the Department of Health, uh, all the way up to the Surgeon General of the United States, who's saying, get out there and donate blood. We need you. We are deemed an essential business. Uh, we are here to serve the community and, and supply the community uh, with blood. And so we're critical infrastructure. Oh, man, essential might be an understatement right now. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot of patients that are still in hospitals that are being treated for things like cancer, for sickle cell. Premature babies require uh, blood transfusions a lot of times. We still have to make sure that we have a blood supply for those folks. So here's my question. I go to the Rio Rancho Police Department. Uh, you said it was on the 8th, April the 8th. You're right. So I show up between 10 and 3 and I donate blood. Where does that blood end up? Where does my O negative? And by the way, I feel like that's the best one. I don't know if that's true. That, I don't know if I, I, you. We definitely need you. You're special. <laughs> Think. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that, suck, Dad? Suck on that, A's and B's. <laughs> Get that. <laughs> yeah, take that. Yeah, you can't mess with the O bros. Yeah. Sorry, Vital over there with your, your uh, AB positive or whatever you are. I'm O negative. Oh, hey. Oh. See what I did there? Yeah. I should have brought the needles. The, is that a real thing? Yeah. You could you could have came and hooked us up right now during this. No. <laughs> you don't want me sticking. And it. I could have squished the ball. Well, do they still do that? Not in this studio. We're not going to do that. No. But we will on April the eighth. That which uh, so which police station is it? That's at Rio Rancho Police Department on five hundred Quantum Road. Okay. So everyone who's ever made a poor decision knows where that is. So you can go there on April the eighth between ten and three. So me and me and Van are going to go. We're going to go. We're booked. Yeah. Put us in the book. So, Drew, you got us in the book. Where's my blood going to end up? I'm going to donate it to you. You're going to look at it with a light, I guess. I'm not sure how you inspect it. But then then what? Then where does it go? So it's going to go to our facilities here in Albuquerque, and we're going to turn that into uh, you know red cells or whatever product we need, uh, whatever we need from your particular blood type that day. And within two days, it's going to go out to one of the uh, 55 or so hospitals that we serve in New Mexico. How many? 55. That's crazy. Wowza. Drew, I mean, this is a really crazy time we're going through right now with the coronavirus. A lot of people are very concerned and very anxious about being out in public. Can you speak on how you're going to ensure the safety of the donors? Yeah, absolutely. As I just touched on, you know, we, we are, we're taking measures to make sure that everybody is safe. The last thing that we want to do is to contribute to the problem. So we have, um, we have procedures in place where we're taking the temperature of every donor before they come into one of our uh, fixed sites or to one of our mobiles, making sure that they uh, are below 99.5. And uh, then we're also stepping up our, our disinfection protocols, making sure that uh, you know everything gets wiped down between donors. Uh, we're encouraging our own staff to stay home if they're sick, and they're required to take their temperature twice a day. I just looked at different types of donations. Plasma is on here. Okay. I used to do that in college when I was super broke. I would donate plasma. And then whenever I first moved to town, I was like, 
It's like, I wonder if they do that here. It's like a nice community thing. It doesn't seem to have like the like positive draw that I always heard it had here in town. Like, is, is that like, and explain to me, why is there a stigma against that now? Cause it's just as valuable as it's ever been, but I feel like it's not recognized that way. Yeah. Drew, why do you hate our plasma? <laughs> so, What's wrong with Albuquerque plasma? So, so, so there's a difference between what we do and mm-hmm. what those plasma centers that, that pay you for your plasma, what they do. Yeah. So what they, what they do is, is they pay you for your plasma because they use it for further manufacturing. Actually, what they do is they boil it down, they make it into a powder. And they ship that. Usually it goes overseas. They make Sometimes they make medications. Sometimes they make other things like cosmetics. Oh, um, oh my gosh. I'm, I know what documentary I'm going to Google later. Holy moly. <laughs> so that's that, crazy. So that, doesn't, that plasma doesn't go directly to patients unless it goes uh, through the pharmaceutical route. But the route. plasma you draw. The plasma we draw actually gets transfused into a patient. A lot of times uh, burn patients need plasma. So that's, that's where um, those donors come in. Uh, AB is just like O negative when it comes to plasma. So our AB donors, we like for them to do plasma because that's, it, we call it liquid gold. Sure. Wowza. It's so crazy to me how different it all works and how little I know about it. Like whenever you first jumped in this, Drew, were you like, oh, I'm just really interested in helping people? Or was it bigger than that? Like what was like your draw on the importance of, of exactly how you're helping people? You know, it's noble work, and I got interested in it actually in seventh grade. I had done a, a science report on um, different blood types. I did the same thing. It was wow. it was microwaved pizza rolls versus oven pizza rolls. Same. Yeah, and it was same which thing. one is yeah. which one. The other day I was ovening pizza rolls, and I had a microwave one while I was waiting because I couldn't. That's a really smart move. I haven't thought about that. That's really smart. So you fell in love with it young, and then you became just what? Just like brilliantly knowledgeable about it or or it took a lot of hard work you i'm still learning to this day so uh, you know I, I don't know everything my wife does my wife is actually uh, in the business too she works in our laboratory no well, you can feel free to send a shot out say yeah. hi oh say hey huh? hi christina oh uh, hey christina uh-oh. look at that so uh all right so the uh, double red cell that takes that takes what like an hour no, it takes about 23 minutes, actually. Oh, that's like nothing. Right. Okay, so we can go in and do that. So you can be done uh, over your lunch break. Or uh, platelet. Platelet takes, you know, anywhere from an hour to two hours. Okay, and then and then plasma, which is like, that's the big dog. Right, that takes about 45 minutes. Cool. And then, uh, so of everyone who donates who can come out either on the 2nd or the 8th, or what else is coming up? Do you have anything uh, projected further than that? Yeah, well, you know, again, you can go on vitalent.org. Um, we, we've got uh, a number of drives that are open to the public that are that are coming up. We have a huge drive. Uh, Legacy Church stepped up, and they uh, are hosting a drive at their uh, uh, at their church on uh, seventy two zero one Central Avenue Northwest, and that's Saturday, April fourth and April fifth. If you're looking for a spot, that's a good one to get into. Also, uh, New Mexico United has partnered with us, and they have a blood drive coming up on March thirty first at their headquarters at thirty five hundred Central Southeast. So that's just awesome. that's like Tuesday. Yeah, I think they are. Uh, I think they're going to be giving away some some swag and should right. be a good time. Well, there's a really good question, right? So how long do I have to? So let's say I go to the one on the thirty first. How long do I have to wait again? Fifty six days. Okay, so some time. Right. Two, yeah, just under two months. So then, I guess my question is: If we're currently at like a day in reserve, or or you said half a day in some cases, how many people? How many donations? How long would it take to get to get you back to a reasonable line of expectation on how much? reserve you want to have like how many donations is that well it's a pretty complicated question you know i'm we certainly want to make up those 1400 units that we have uh missed since the beginning or i'm sorry since the uh middle of march but you know this if you think about it in a bigger picture 
if everyone who could donated blood three times per year, you know, I'd be sitting in front of you telling you right now, we're good. Uh, so we, that's what our, our, our focus is, is to really get people to uh, make it a habit to donate blood throughout the year. What are the United giving away? Oh, I think they have some swag to give away. I mean, that's... Okay. Yeah. If, show up. I, I mean, I wanted to give my blood altruistically because I'm a good person. Right. But now I want to give it in exchange for goods, like swag. You're very economically minded. <laughs> that's... Also, to piggyback on your super important point right there. Yeah. If I give blood in my right arm, do I have to wait 56 days to Great give blood in my left arm? Yes. We oh, want to make okay. sure this is okay. it's like they're connected and it's, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're oh, okay. Yeah. We want to make sure that you're safe. Okay. Two four appreciate you. Two four six fourteen fifty seven. That's how everyone can reach out. And that's if you want to give, that's if you want to host, that's if you have any sort of question, concern, or worry. And then do I get like a text that tells me where my blood went, like whenever I get done? Actually you do, yeah. What? We've started this program uh just recently. It's um when your blood ships out to the hospital, you'll get a text message that says Hey, you just uh, you just saved a life. I'm wow. You know how quick I would put that on my social media. <laughs> <laughs> that would get screenshotted. That would get shared to every like person that I need. I want everyone to know how good of a person I am, and then I would tag you. I would tag you in it. You have social media? Absolutely. What is that? Facebook. Well, right, but what do I look up? Oh, <laughs> Vitalant New Mexico. <laughs> there you go. So uh, so what's going on, Vitalant.org. It's an ORG, guys. Um, and I'm going to be real honest. This is a little call to action from us. We know you're not doing anything right now. Sure. We know you're sitting at home. Get off the couch. No, we're going to talk Tiger King. We get it. We're addicted, too. Yep. But get guys, you only have to do, what did you say, three times a year? Yeah, three times a year. That, that that would give us a blood supply, you know, throughout the year. I mean, we're, we're we're happy that people step up, you know, when we need help, and we have a great community, and and every New Mexican should be proud that that we have community partners and and donors that step up when we need them. But we uh, we really want to encourage people to to step up throughout the year. That's not even quarterly. That's like every 120 days. Not bad. You, you're gonna tell me you can't find time for that? Can't find time to help some people? I can. I don't accept. I'm a busy dude, and I can. I can. I, I definitely can now. I'm amazingly less busy than if I If you used tell to. me you have something to do now, I'm going to punch you right in the face. Because you're a liar. Yeah. I was trying to use you're that excuse the other liar. day. I was on the phone. I was like, I got to go. And they were like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you do, there's you nothing, homie. But now I'm going to say I got to go. I'm donating blood. Yeah. I love it. One more time, the website, the social media, everywhere you can be contacted. So on Facebook, you can find us at Vitalant New Mexico. Mm-hmm. On the web, you can visit Vitalant, V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot O-R-G. Or you can give us a call at our offices at 505-246-1457. Drew, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for allowing us to hopefully help some people, help some people. And we're go- which one are we going to? Are we going to the United or are we going to Rio? That one's, I mean, that's like Tuesday. I got nothing on the book. Well, I'll do, one day I'll do the right arm. No, he just yeah. said. Oh, I just said I can't do yeah. that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Pick you. one. But which one? support friends of the show, New Mexico United? Yeah, let's do that. Let's see your friends. And then I can start my clock earlier to go do it again. To, go say hi to Peter and Clint. That's what we'll do. Let's do it. I'm excited about this plan. Yeah. Drew, again, thank you. That was uh, New Mexico Pinon allows us to do that. Yeah. Isn't that nice? I say the best. They're the best. Man. We're doing a little something with them. You're going to hear about that throughout next week. It's so excited. It's too big. We can't release it. Can't yet. Yeah. The cat stays in the bag for another week. All I'm saying, if you're not familiar with our face, if you're not familiar with what we're doing around town, you're going to be next week. Yeah. We're doing a thing. Aggressively.
Drew, final words? Thanks so much for having us. That's really kind of you. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. Thank you to Drew Sharpless, Vitalent.org. Critically low blood. Critically low blood supply. Go to Vitalent.org or find them on social media. There's a million ways to help. Albuquerque, you can donate to Rio Rancho. Rio Rancho, you can donate to Albuquerque. Yes. We're all New Mexican together. Vitalent spreads the love around the whole community. We ain't got no biggie Tupac stuff going on with your blood. Mm-mm. It helps everyone. Just show up. I sat down in my chair after walking Drew out, and you said what to me? I said, um, do they sell the excess blood to thirsty vampires to you, help you, no, make you ends meet? That's not what you said. What, oh, okay. What you said was, What did I say? Because that's a really good idea. I should shop that out with him before I say that. You said, hey, did you hear that Donald Trump called Alex Federer? <laughs> <laughs> In the eternal wisdom of the greatest president this country's ever had. 45. At least for entertainment purposes. They've had 45 of them. Donald Trump called former Major League Baseball player Alex Rodriguez, who is not a medical or public health expert. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. I mean, he's used a lot of needles. Yes. Not like Vitalant does. No. No. For his thoughts on the his administration's response to the coronavirus outbreak. Yes. What? Didn't call and ask about getting baseball going. No. Which is, we did a, two really good segments Wait, earlier, if you guys been, missed it. It's already been solved. I mean, we fixed baseball, it's by big. the way. It's, it's over. Great. Rob Manfred, download the podcast, tune in in the first two segments. We got you, boo. Quote, didn't didn't talk to Alex Rodriguez about baseball. No. Didn't talk to him about steroids. Did not. Didn't talk to him about dating ageless Puerto Rican pop stars. Beautiful. And he won't listen to scientists or doctors. No. No, he will not. Won't listen to doctors. But he calls Alex Rodriguez to ask him about his thoughts on the administration's response to the coronavirus outbreak. What world are we living in? Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. <laughs> Trump foamed former Yankee baseball player Alex Rodriguez this week, seeking help from him and his fiance Jennifer Lopez, on the conv- on the coronavirus response. What? <laughs> what did Dave Chappelle say? Yeah. Did Did Donald Trump? Call Ja Rule next? Gosh. <laughs> I don't care. I might need some answers that Ja Rule don't have right now. <laughs> the US- we, we had a great talk, a beautiful talk, one of the best talks ever. <laughs> <laughs> there are currently more cases of the coronavirus in the United States. There are 104,000. There's like 1,700 people. We win. Who have succumbed. No. Fred, we're winners. Americans are winners. All right? Look at those numbers we're putting up. We're number one, baby. USA. USA. We're number one. You can't stop us. He signed a $2 million. Look, a lot of people 
I've been trillion. I'm trying to be so loud. I'm on the defensive because I called Alex Rodriguez. But look at this guy. He's dating a tin. She's perfect. He knows what's going on. It is kind of like an SNL skit, right? The it's whole thing. insane. This is the worst episode of Black Mirror I've ever seen. Do you remember when Will Ferrell used to play Saddam Hussein and he would call Monica Lewinsky on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Donald Trump says, New York is a bigger deal. They're going to get the ventilators. We're not going to give them anywhere else. They're very thankful for the ventilators. Like, what? Cool. Alex Rodriguez, I got a question. It's not about an N95 mask. It's about 643s. Can we turn a double play here? That's what you ask Alex Rodriguez. Right. Yeah. Can you throw it low and away? Because we got to get out of this inning, guy. Yeah, we are know, laboring on hey, the mound. A-Rod, do you know any good uh, any good techniques, any good drills for uh, catching that really hot backhand line drive uh, down the third baseline? Hey, A-Rod, you might be the first player in Major League Baseball history, uh, if you weren't a, a blatant and ignorant cheater, to go to the Hall of Fame <laughs> at two different positions. Uh -huh. um, what do you think about my response to ventilator distribution. What? Believe this. They're open sourcing now. He didn't, he didn't ask Alex Rodriguez on how to make his face wider. <laughs> Alex, did, how, did you just follow Dr. Fauci, you know, that, that short guy that stands up there on the podium? Yes. Ask him about what's really happening, not yeah. Alex, really. He just giggles the whole time the Trump talks. Dr. Fauci is like a living SMH. That guy is awesome. You lost you know that one is? No. Shaking my head. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I just don't know. Like We just played a quick game of charades here in the studio. You should be marathoning everything that is an effort to combat this. And right. part of that marathon should not be reaching out to Major League Baseball commentator and former disgraced Major League Baseball legend, Alex yeah. Rodriguez. Trump needs some tips on the economy. Who's he going to call? Joe Exotic? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll help you figure it out. Yeah. I watched episode one of the Tiger King. Oh, my God. I told you. What do I? I told you. We did the podcast earlier this week by Tal, and what we did was we went to the listeners, and we said, listener, what is your guilty pleasure? What is your guilty pleasure doing this isolation? We want what movie do you go to? Do you have that vitality? Do you have like a guilty pleasure movie that you watch whenever you're you're cooped up? You know what? I just try to look at, you know view as many movies as I can. Nice, nice. And I did Raging Bull. That was like a five time Academy Award winner about yeah. thirty years ago, but That's it was worth watching. Not going to be LaMotta. see Vital also doesn't know what a guilty pleasure. It's not a guilty pleasure though. That's an excellent movie. I just watch whatever comes to mind. If you were to if you were to have said, Yeah, Fred, I watch Demolition Man every chance I get uh -huh. I would have said, oh, yeah, no, that's terrible. I watched Demolition Man, and then I watched Demolition Man in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that's a guilty pleasure. Um, so what we did was we reached out to the listener, Vital, and, and there, were, there were hundreds of recommendations. Yeah. And some of them, like Vital's, were really good movies. Really good movies. So we couldn't do that. It's not what we meant. But what we did was we got a recommendation from a friend of the show... John Dubois. Yeah. And he, uh, Old JDB. Yeah. Who's, uh, who, uh, it, it, by the way, if you need some credit union assistance, yeah. Nusinda. Yeah. Nusinda. Good people. Good, good people at Nusinda. So they recommended, um, 
He recommended Brink. 1998's 1998's Disney classic. It's a Disney Channel original, Vital. It's about aggressive inline rollerbladers. Uh-huh. And we promised the listener that we would break it down on the program. So when we get back... So during the podcast, we did end up with some really good suggestions. Yes. But Brink was the winner. Brink was the winner. Yeah. I'll grab a screenshot. Some of them are really excellent. We got some excellent... A Walk to Remember. Okay. That wasn't one of the really excellent ones. Demolition Man. When we get back, we're breaking down the 1999 Disney Channel classic original um, guilty pleasure hit, Brink. And loyal listener, if you're familiar with this movie that has a special place in your heart, please get at us, 505-246-0610. I don't know how well this is going to go, but I I have hot takes. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico, Pinon, 95.9 FM and AM 610D. Sports Animal. Andy Brink Brinkner and his inline skating crew, Peter, Jordy, and Gabriella, Gabby for short, who call themselves the Skol- the Soul Skaters. Soul Skaters. Clash with a group of sponsored skaters, Team X-Blades, led by Val, with whom they attend high school with in Southern California. Yeah. This is that's a... The gist of it. That's the quickest little plot rendition of Brink, which is a 1998 Disney Channel original movie, or as I call them, DCOMs. Okay. Set in the backdrop of an aggressive inline skating culture in Southern California. All right, so we watched this bad boy off they the record. Wear, oh, I'm sorry, they wear Vans shoes. They do a oh, lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of that. A lot of Van shoes. The whole movie is basically product placement, and I'm going to talk to you about that in, oh, in the do. opening scene. So um, if you're not tuning into what we're doing during the week from the home studio, we're doing, uh, we're doing a podcast a couple nights a week, yeah. and we're doing a vodcast. We're doing it on Facebook Live. So find us at Talk ABQ. Yep. Uh, look us up uh, six ten the sports or excuse me ABQ Central on six ten the sports animal. Yep. You'll find us on social media or at Talk ABQ or at Talk ABQ Facebook dot com. Yep. Slash Talk ABQ. Yep. Brink. Brink. Right. It's a according to the Disney Channel, it's a drama sport coming of age film. Okay, you could call it that. Okay. So the opening scene here is our um, our hero Brink, who's a um, uh, a tween. He's a high schooler. Okay. Yes. So he it's he's living a very hectic um Southern California morning life. Sure. Where his breakfast consists of product place Hershey syrup uh-huh. just being squirted into his mouth. That's the first scene in the movie. That's just the very first Hershey syrup into his mouth. In this movie, Vital about inline skating. Hershey paid for the director. Yes. <laughs> he runs to the bus stop. He does not rollerblade. In the very first scene of this movie. He has rollerblades over his shoulder, and he's running to the bus stop. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, you have wheels. Not starting off well. No. I mean, logically. And he's running late for some reason, because his his life is so chaotic that he can only drink melted chocolate and and try to make... Okay. Well, he's desperate to get to the skate park. Yes. Because of his (laughs) bloodlust for... success in the inline skating in a, world in a quote aggressive inline skating cutthroat out there so he gets to the bus stop to meet the soul skaters yeah and uh so there's uh there's a, a ragtag bunch it is um it's so it's a, a pretty hispanic girl uh she's peruvian okay yeah an overweight white kid yes and then a goofy best friend and he's healthily overweight yes so they they get to the the bus stop and by the way the fat kid hates everything 
He's not a fan of anything. No, he's he's completely against everything. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's the curmudgeon. Well, they all were expert skaters featured on ESPN, oh, okay. which you'll learn later in the film. Yes. So, um, so they missed the bus because our hero is late, and then they have to skate to the skate park. Yes. Should have been the plan in the first place. Right. So as they go to, here's what I learned about skating in the night. Oh, we're gonna skate all the way there. That's gonna take forever. Montage. Uh-huh. So the mo- so when skating, okay. for every time that you skate, you also have to do equal number of woos and yas with fist pumps. Sure. Because that's the only way to get through town. There's a lot of fist bump filler. <laughs> yes. Fist pump filler, excuse me. Uh, pirouettes, like yeah. ample pirouettes. Uh-huh. This is 1998's Brink that we're currently re- we're right. giving a complete, as I wrote, the complete review. So they get to the skate park, and there's just a bunch of adults standing around watching these kids skate. Yeah, okay. Creepy. Super creepy. By the way, I don't think there's a Chuck E. Cheese anywhere close to that <laughs> skate park. No. So I don't know I don't know how his restraining order papers were, were written, and but they didn't do a great job. No, and it's on like a Venice Beach-esque kind of thing where it's like... Yeah. There's there's a lot going on, but nothing going on that's not aggressive inline skating centered. That's all. That's all. Yes. And people are just like in droves, just ooing and awing off uh, sick five forties. Mm-hmm. All right. So our hero group shows up. Okay. And when they get there, they immediately point out a guy whose hat legitimately says, "I wrote this down." It's an embroidered hat. It says, "Skater Magazine." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he. <laughs> And he conveniently turned his head right when the camera panned to him, it's, and it said "Skater Magazine" on the back of his hat. Um, so the, the guy, with, all right. So the kids are, and by the way, they're all in color coordinated outfits, which doesn't make a ton of sense either. Sure. Yeah, everything is perfectly like monochromatic across these kids. All right, so now they're there. So what's going to happen next is the Bizarro group shows up. The bad guys. Yeah. So we have the we have, Russians. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, team- Except for they're all Americans and they go to the same high school. Correct. Yeah. If this is Mighty Ducks, this is Team Iceland. Sure. Yeah. If this is um, Greece, it's the T-Birds. Right. Or whatever the other one was. Who cares? Yeah. So they show up and <laughs> and they have, um, they're, they're like bullies. They're like bullies. Yeah. They're the bad guys. They're the bad guys. They, they make it very apparent very early that these are the bad guys. So, so they no get- No question about it. No, no question. So they get bullied off of the only skate park, I guess, in Southern California, and then the bullies take over, and our heroes have to leave with their tails between their legs. And this review is going to be way better than the movie, y'all, so you don't need yeah, to watch no, it. No, you do not. Just listen to this. But as they're, as they're leaving, there's a Tony Hawk-led group of skateboarders. Right. And it's not actually Tony they're, Hawk. They're, you can tell they're a little older. They're, they're a little adults. older. Yeah. And and our hero Brink says to the he says, "Hey, those kids over there think you're losers." Uh-huh. So these adults go and beat up children. Yep. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell this is all a real movie, and we're through like the first ten minutes. There's ten minutes in, and there's felonious behavior. At the 10-minute mark, and you're still with me on this. And there's a couple brown ones, so it might be a hate crime. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. So, and by the way, one of the bad guys is the Black Ranger from Power Rangers. Oh my God, you beat me to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
He's the Black Ranger. Yes. Yeah. He's, I literally grew up with this so He's kid. insanely stereotyped in this movie uh-huh. as the only POC. Correct. And then years later, he gets the job as the Black Ranger. I don't know what he's doing with his life now. Hey, you, know, you know in that show, The Power Rangers? Yeah, uh, I'm familiar. You know what color of suit he wore? Uh, I believe he wore the red one? No, he wore the black <laughs> oh, suit. Oh, gosh. Hey. Guess what color the the Asian guy wore? Uh, he wore red. Nope. No, shoot. he wore the yellow suit. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that show? Hey, guess guess uh, what color the uh, the, the Native, girl the Native American guy wore? The, he Native wore, American girl. The red one. The red yeah. one. Okay. Oh my God! Power Rangers was so racist. Yeah. Anyways, Super I digress. Racist. Yeah. So Brink gets home and his family vital is in disarray. And he goes home to his father, who is played by Tackleberry. Uh-huh. So Police Academy's Tackleberry. Police Academy's Tackleberry. Is the father, okay? He's the only notable name in this thing. Yeah, they're eating like a dinner, and for some reason the family's making a lot of jokes about Mormons. I'm not sure. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. I didn't want to go back because time was of the essence. I was like, did they just take a jab at Mormons? They were just taking a jab at Mormons. Okay. Not sure what they did wrong. Disney Channel hates Mormons. Cool. Uh, T- take that. Uh, what was the name of that? Elon Hubbard. Well, no, that's Scientology. L. Ron Hubbard is so, Scientology. You oh, the name of Joseph Smith. Yeah, thank you. A little yeah. uh, Brigham Young. So, uh, t- all right. So I made a note here. It was Pacifica High School. Could I mean that's like as cliche as it gets. Sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, okay. They went to go. They went skating it right next to the Ocean Skate Park. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so that must have been on a Sunday because now we're on a Monday. It's the yeah. first day of school. Sure. So the tomboy girl has to show up as a girl. Like, she has to wear a dress. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I the group that. cannot believe this. They're up in arms about this. But this is only an important plot point because if you remember the day before, the, like, the, the good guys had the bad guys beat up by a group of adults. Right. If you remember that. Uh-huh. So to come even, huh. <laughs> the bad guys take the good guy kid's shoes and in one effort, one attempt, throws the shoes on top of a power line, yeah. like marking gang territory. Yep. On his first try. First try. By the way, have you ever tried to t- like throw a pair of tied-together tennis shoes on top of a power line? It's about the hardest thing ever. Well, he did the wrong technique. What you do is the real technique for tossing shoes on a power line is you stand directly under the power line hold one shoe in each hand and throw them equally smart straight up that's not what he did so they How wrap around the wire done that oh a bunch <laughs> i'm from the hood vital so, you don't you don't know my history so now the good guys have had the bad guys physically assaulted and the bad guys have uh had some minor theft and it should be even at this point you would think you would think it would be even nope it's not because now the good guys even though it's even right they, for some reason, uh-huh. put worms in the sandwich of the bad guy's lunch. He was being very proactive that morning and brought a <laughs> bag of worms to school. I, I think he's- Because he knew <laughs> that the bad guy would leave his sandwich unattended for 30 seconds. Just crazy. Plot so, holes. A lot of plot holes. Lot, it's, it, you could drive holes. a Mack truck through some of A lot of reaching here. So the bad guys then, instead of like going to physical altercation, like the good guys did. You gotta speed this up, dog. We're only like 20 minutes into the movie. I know. (laughs) There's too much. What they do is they challenge them to a race. Yeah, a race. A race. They don't want to fight. At the school. Yeah, they're two a con. They're actually pretty level headed bad guys. Yeah, not bad. So in this relay race, which is like a converted Tony Hawk Pro Sator 2 park. Yeah, they just happen to have ramps. 
<laughs> and level tables and trash cans to just have a little little skate park at the school. So we have to defeat. We have to figure out who the real bullies are. Is it the assaulting, forcing to eat worms, good guy group? Or is it the, hey, we threw your shoes and we're going to challenge you to a race to settle all this group? Yeah, I mean, the good guys have done some pretty shady stuff it's so far, It's not been too. great. It's like watching The Wire. Who's the real bad guy here? I don't know who's the bad guy. So they have a very sexually charged race, and then during the race, <laughs> the Black Ranger falls victim to injury. <laughs> yeah. He gets an alley. He gets a, he gets he falls down and gets a boo boo. Oh my gosh! So so as soon as he gets hurt, then now all these administrators and teachers and stuff show up. Well, you're leaving out a very important part. Oh my bad. This is the part where you really know who the good guy is, because our hero emerges. Brink. Brink is winning the race and turns around to help the Black Ranger. Yes. The evil. The evil Black Ranger. The evil Black Ranger. And subsequently loses the race because of his kindness. This is a very that important... That is true. This is like the only important plot point in the whole movie is this kid's nice. Correct. Uh-huh. So he gets suspended from school. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the dad is taking out his financial... So Tackleberry is taking out his financial troubles and issues. On his kid. On his kid. And yeah. when we get back... <laughs> we're going to keep going. There, there's more? Oh, my gosh. There's, there's so, so much more. more. I tell. Oh, my God. There's so much more. That we have to squeeze into 10 we're minutes. We're the soul skaters, man. No one's going to mess with us. Oh. We're getting to break as fast as possible. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back to the program. So long story short, the Black Ranger gets hurt. Yes. And through a series of unfortunate events. Right. And financial disarray from Brink's family. Yep. He decides to abandon all the fellowship he has with the school skaters. Soul skaters. And join the hated, the bizarro soul skaters for, and get this, a staggering $200 a week. That's a lot of money in 1998. Oh, was it? (laughs) Was it? So he, he, he joins in. So our leader, our hero, Brink, joins into a verbal handshake deal with uh, some coked up uh, inline skating dealer. Slash pedophile. Manager, yeah. He's a creepy dude. He's super creepy. Um, His hair is way too greasy yeah, for California. Fought the Tackleberry is not supportive of this. His friends aren't supportive of this. No. He's at a real crossroads in his life. Well, he lies to his friends. He, he lies. To keep it a secret. He lies. Yeah. Lies to everyone. He's a liar. Tells his t- Lies to his friends. Lies to his family. He becomes a liar. He becomes a Benedict Arnold. Yeah. His father sets him up with a cushy job at the pet salon. In the MM- MMA world. I mean, sorry, WWE world. Heel. Heel turn. Huge heel turn. Brink took a heel turn. Yeah, and Bizarro Brink, the leader of the opposing soul skaters. Val. Yeah. He is doing everything he can in his power to put a winning team together. He kind of wants it bad. He wants it bad. He This is his identity. So there's like a montage of Brink going through a 14-hour day, one really hard day, which, yeah. by the way, there's like correspondingly, the mom is waking him up in the morning and tucking him in at night. Adorable. Yeah, which is like... He's still a kid, but by the way, mom had a fourteen-hour day too. Where's her montage? Uh-huh. That didn't, uh huh. That didn't. Sorry. So, and aside from hard for the money. So the soul skaters <laughs> catch Brink betraying them at the invitational games, right? And he's just shredding. He's, he's shredding. He kills it. But he thinks he's going in. He wins. Yeah. 
And then the the creepy, greasy-haired pedophile literally hands him under the table, hands him two hundred dollars cash for in front winning. Of hundreds of people. Yeah, but no he had, secrets. No, and he's got Matrix Neo sunglasses on, so no one can recognize him. Right. Uh, he did a really good job. So so it goes on in the chip, but there's a change of heart. Like Brink comes back to the Soul Skaters because of circumstance. He 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 realigned his chakras. And like became one with his heart stone because his girlfriend from the team <laughs> tripped over some gravel in a road, and he realized the error in his ways. Yeah, the, what? the fame, the his bloodlust for fame <laughs> and fortune blinded him to what's really important in his life: the love of his friends and family. So he goes back to the good guy team. Uh, Bizarro Brink is on the bad guy team. They have to race down Devil's Backbone uh-huh. to win the whole thing. Yep. And Brink almost lets his kindness get the better of him. Yeah. As, the bad guy fell down, and Brink was going to win again. Yes. But just like the first race, he stopped to help his fellow man. Yes. But he knew he was going to do it, and the bad guy took advantage of him and threw him to the ground and raced ahead of him. But then Brink took a shortcut off the course, which for My some God. reason he wasn't, wasn't, which wasn't illegal. wasn't penalized for. <laughs> Jumps over a building, wins the race, and the whole world goes crazy. He turns down another sponsorship deal from Bizarro or from the evil uh, coked up pedophile skate manager, and picks his friends. Uh, that is Brink in a nutshell. So when I was watching Brink, Fred, yeah. what a class! And I was amazed. I was amazed by how '90s it was. Super '90s. There's few things that are as '90s as that movie. Okay. But when I was watching it, all I could think of was 1979s. Francis Ford Coppola driven Apocalypse Now. Okay. <laughs> so Brink's bloodlust for success in the inline skating world is only paralleled by Captain Willard. Played by William Defoe. No, Captain Willard was paid, played by a young Martin Sheen oh, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. in Apocalypse Now. And he takes a perilous journey through the dangerous vietnam waters on a boat the whole time looking for what he thought was his nemesis colonel kurtz so i see complete parallels <laughs> in between brink and captain willard a lot of, a lot and of then val and colonel kurtz so throughout brink's journey he's willing to sell everything He's willing to risk everything for his bloodlust for inline skating the same way Captain Willard is willing to risk everything to find and capture Colonel Kurtz. But along the way, both Brink and Captain Willard find themselves and start being one with the enemy. Just like Brink changed teams, Willard started sympathizing with Colonel Kurtz, and it wasn't until the end they both realized their personal truth and their true destiny and did what they had to do. Good night, everybody. (laughs) By the way, the championship was hosted on ESPN, and for some reason the commentator on it was Patton Oswalt doing voiceover. So good. All right, so I got this. So you believe that Brink... Yeah. The greatest movie ever made. Brink is just a ripoff of Apocalypse Now, which is inspired by <laughs> Joseph Conrad's short story, The Heart of Darkness. Uh, that, and that's how we got to the end of the program today. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Good suggestion, John. 
Thank you to Buy Talent coming in, talking about their blood donations. Drew did an excellent job by talent.org. Thank you to everyone that allows us to do the program. Dave and Busters, ABQ Axe, New Mexico Pinion. Thank you, Mike Vitale. You did an excellent job today. Except till the end, you, you lost me. Well, well we kind of went on one, didn't we? I literally took nine pages of notes. <laughs> he did. You should see film. these notes. Nine pages. John Bois, thank you for the recommendation. We're going to do the podcast on Monday. So find us uh, on social media at TalkABQ. We'll do a little live interaction from the home studio. Any final words, Van? Just love you, buddy. It's good to be here. Really nice. Vital. Stay safe. Good job, everyone. GG. Wash your hands. See you next week. Burke.